You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's back and better than ever and without those horrible human teeth. <laughs> I'm Cody. <laughs> I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. Uh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Josh is on assignment fighting the hordes out in the fields. Like he does. Like he does. But we're going to we're gonna forge on with the show. We have a bunch of news to go over. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. I haven't talked about Luigi's Mansion 3 on Yeah, let's yet. talk about Luigi's Mansion 3. And I pretty much played it nonstop ever since it came out back on Halloween. And mm-hmm. I just finished it a couple nights ago. Nice. It is so, so very good. Good. Yeah. Just like really good. Like it takes all the good stuff from the other two Luigi's Mansion games, builds on that, Mm -hmm. puts you in a hotel with like 15 floors of stuff to do. Oh, oh, that's, that's good. (laughs) I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know how many levels that thing. Oh, it's it's longer than the other two Luigi's Mansion games are. Really? Probably put together. It's at least... I don't, 15, 20 hours, maybe. Oh, wow. That's really good. Yeah. And that's without going back to do all the collectibles, which don't seem entirely worth it. Oh, gotcha. Well, I remember uh, the first... I, I played the first one, and I remember liking that one quite a bit. So that's good. I'm glad to hear that this one's uh, really good. Yeah. It kind of... It splits the uprights between the first and second ones. Mm-hmm. Take It takes the good stuff from each one. and. Oh, good. Good. Uh, have you tried any of the multiplayer stuff? I did, like the what was it it's not scream park the scare scraper for like two minutes and it just i just bounced right off of it really i don't know why but none of the multiplayer stuff appeals to me really oh gotcha i don't, I don't know what it is but i'm just like it's, it's just not why i'm there gotcha yeah, that's not yeah. why you go to luigi's mansion <laughs> the animation though is just it's really really good like some of the best stuff really nintendo has done oh good good and the the voice acting, Charles Martinet's voice acting, mm-hmm. also probably the best version of these characters he's ever done. Uh, wow, that's that's saying something. Yeah. I mean, and like they still don't say a whole lot. Like it's the like those short phrases and stuff that the Mario Brothers do. But mm-hmm. I don't know. He's just emoting extra good. And he just like he does an extra good job. And then all the cute little stuff that Luigi says while you're walking around and you'll climb up the ladder and you'll get to the top and be like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Just so proud of himself for climbing a ladder. Oh, that's excellent. That's awesome. <laughs> and I was afraid that Gooigi would get annoying because you mm-hmm. get the power, the ability to uh, drop a gooey Luigi man out of the back of your vacuum cleaner and swap control between it and regular Luigi. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe that would be annoying or like feel like they just added it in just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. But they actually, they utilize it really good in the puzzles and it, it's oh, so good. seamless that it doesn't feel obnoxious. Cool. Very good. Very cool. But cool. It, it's probably, it's like top three favorite Switch games, I think. Really? Wow. That's that's excellent. I'm glad I'm glad to hear it. I you know I know Nintendo first party games don't go on sale like ever, but that is one that I will probably pick up at some point and uh, and check out because it looks like a lot of fun. It, it's like just really good production values for a Nintendo game. Like a lot of times you're either Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. or you're Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah, and this is more on the Breath, Breath of, the, of wild the Wild side, side of things. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. There's even a bit without getting spoilery at the end where you kind of 
see Mario from Luigi's perspective, mm-hmm. and it is hilarious. Oh, really? Like, because he's just barreling forward, fearless Super Mario, and you're like trying to keep up with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, hey, I can go ahead and do one of my checkums this week. So, Disney Plus came out this week. So, uh, I've been kind of playing around with that a little bit, watching a few things here and there. A couple things off of that. One we'll talk about, you know, a little bit later on. But, you know, I, I got to relive the first five or so episodes of Gargoyles, which I forgot how good of a show that was. I've never watched it. it I probably should. It yeah. is like, I mean, it's not your standard Disney afternoon, you know, cartoon. It's not. I mean, it has funny elements, but it's not a comedy. It is an action show. It is like Disney tried to make supernatural Batman the animated series weren't they kind of going for Batman Uh, yeah that's what they were going for so they had some of that mixed with Beauty and the Beast but not like the movie Beauty and Beast I'm talking about the Ron Perlman and like the live action like (laughs) kind of thing like it has some of those overtones between Goliath and Eliza Maza I like that a lot of the cast are um, like the primary cast are uh, uh, non-white Keith David was the voice of Goliath Eliza Maza was um you know, she's African-American and Native American. Like a lot of the voice actors were, you know, uh, minorities. And that's, that's cool. Yeah. You know, for the time, that's like kind of a big deal. But yeah, so the show is really enjoyable. I forgot. I mean, I knew that there was a lot of Star Trek actors on the show, but I forgot like how many. Nice. Like uh, the main two villains are uh, Riker and Deanna Troy. Wow. Yeah. Weird. David Xanatos is Riker and uh, Demona, the evil gargoyle, is like Deanna Troy. And she's in most episodes. Wow. Well, now I'm even more interested. <laughs> yeah. Like they get they get everyone for the most part. I mean, uh, save for like Patrick Stewart. Michael Dorn shows up. Um, Brent Spiner's in there, you know, a little bit here and there. Uh, Cole Meany, <laughs> Chief O'Brien shows up for a couple episodes. <laughs> like everybody, it's mostly uh, next gen because that's when the show was kind of also airing. But uh, very, very good. Plus, I forgot um, the voice of Mr. Krabs is ah, yes, he's he's Clancy in there. Brown. Clancy Brown shows up multiple times. What a cool dude he! He is. seems like a really yeah. cool dude. <laughs> I follow him on Twitter mm-hmm. and like the roles he chooses. He just seems like a cool dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I watched some of that, and the other thing I watched was uh, the first episode of The Mandalorian. Now, I won't go into it because it's brand new, and we haven't seen you it guys yet. haven't seen it yet. But And I'm it, dying to watch it because it seems very much up my alley, uh, Star yes. Wars time period-wise. It is. <laughs> it is very, very, very good. It is kind of like a Western Oh, that's rad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. <laughs> like it mixes Western elements and like the Mandalorians have like an almost, I almost want to say Nordic, like Viking kind of so, motif to them. So Josh is going to like this too. <laughs> Josh is going to like this one a lot too. He's especially going to like the leader of the Mandalorian tribe. I just have a feeling and I can't, I want to spoil it, but I can't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Because it is... Super good. It has a a twist at the end that is exciting, and it makes me wonder where the show's going to go because (laughs) it is out of left field. I'm super pumped. And I like that the Mandalorian doesn't talk a whole lot. Cool. He's very... I mean, he he has lines. He says things. But, like, it's very much a as-needed... Like, he's not the verbose jokey, and he doesn't have a jokey partner. 
Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah, I can't talk anymore he's, about the Mandalorian. He's Jangoing it up and not Django Fett. Yeah. Django. He's the, <laughs> the actual Django. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, super, super good. Really enjoying it. Can't say much, you know, any more about it, but go watch it if you have the Disney Plus. Man, I want to watch Django again. The original Django the is range, such a cool it, movie. It is. Yeah. I like that one a lot. <laughs> Maybe my favorite spaghetti western. Not that I've seen a lot of spaghetti westerns. So. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played Death Stranding yet, but it's out and it feels like something that I should play mm-hmm. for like, you know, it's a big part of the zeitgeist. Yeah. But I'm afraid I'm going to absolutely hate it. How much did you like Breath of the Wild except, you know, if you take out the action bits, just walking from place to place doing fetch quests? Did you enjoy I that? I don't know. That could be okay. It depends. I don't... But like there's stuff like uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. where walking around I hated it. It was oh. slow and I hated it. <laughs> I mean, th- you do. Uh, I've been, I haven't played it but I'm watching a lot of streams of it and I thought I was going to dislike it because it's, you know, there's not a lot. I mean, there's a lot to it but there's yeah, not a lot a, to it's like It's the, a Hideo Kojima game. There's going to yeah, be a lot to it. Yeah, the gameplay loop is there is not much to it but for some reason it is like like scratching this weird like calming itch that i have i guess like i enjoy watching other people play this game where you're basically item management to make sure you don't tip over because you know you're carrying boxes you're norman reedus delivery boy in post-apocalyptic america the game near fetishizes the ups (laughs) seriously and like you're you you don't have a currency but you get paid in likes like you get hundreds oh, of thousands wow. of likes for making deliveries on wow. time and things like that. No, it gets better. Early in the game, you're delivering a, you know, um, a drug, oxytocin, because someone is sick. Not getting into spoilers. But after that, you find out there's another tocin, another drug, lycosin. It is a drug that releases the endorphins that you get when you get likes on social <laughs> media. And there are the roving bands of marauders in the game. There are people that have gone crazy because... They want to get the likes and feel that rush, but they don't have the deliveries because they're not the superhero Sam Porter Bridges. So they just go around and go crazy and they steal people's packages just for the rush, just for the likes. (laughs) Wow. That is just one of the aspects of this game. Social media dystopia. Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting. Yeah. But I'm afraid I'm going to hate walking around with boxes strapped to my back. If you like... If you like digital Jenga and also delivering packages to people like Junji Ito, because I found him in the game. I do love Junji Ito. (laughs) Oh, I should take that back. Junji Ito with an American Southern accent because they had someone else voice him. (laughs) And also Conan O'Brien's there with his otter hat. Did you know he gives you an otter hat that allows you to swim down a river like an otter on your back, flipping your arms? Oh no! As Norman Norman Reedus flipping his arms on his back like an otter. Oh yep, my god! As, as he floats down the river. What is this game? Oh, did you know that the game is sponsored by Monster Energy Drink? I did know that. Yes, and it's gross. And it's not like <laughs> it's not like a, a stand-in for a Monster Energy. It's not like generic energy drink that is green with a logo on it. No, it is branded Giant M Monster Energy Drink, and you get stamina increases. It's like it was 2007. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the first time uh, Norman drinks his uh, 
uh, monster energy drink and is like his special room. He like tip, he like tips back on his bed and like chugs that thing down and his gross, nasty, bloody feet from walking like show up on screen for half a second. Oh, oh it's nasty. I know every time you poop in the game, uh, it shows you an ad for Norman Reedus's AMC show. It sure does. About motorcycles. And then you get bombs. The EX Grenade 2. You get poop bombs. You get poop bombs. That's right, because you throw bodily fluids at the ghosts to, to make them, them disappear. This it's it sounds like we're speaking in tongues. This sounds like a fever dream. But I swear to you, it's a game. And while all of this sounds like crazy, crazy stuff, ninety percent of the game is trying to figure out how to walk across a landscape full of rocks without tipping over. The main gameplay loop is. Let me carry all these. You know how you get home from the grocery? <laughs> I want to make it in one trip. You want to you wanna make it. You want to carry all your bags in one trip because you get more likes. <laughs> See, I, I like games where movement in the game is fun. It's mm-hmm. inherently a joyous and fun activity. Like Mario games. It's fun yeah. to just move around and jump and explore. This sounds like the polar opposite of that. It is like they took breath of the wild and made it more likely for link to fall over and lose all of his stuff <laughs> it uh, doesn't sound fun at all it really doesn't you, sound you get fun. you get vehicles at, at some point there's a there's a motorcycle there's a truck you get robot legs that gives you the ability to double jump and run and carry like 250 like kilos of like pizza yeah basically <laughs> yeah crusty crab pizza oh god it is and like do you, do you like really deep lore that they are not subtle about at all? That you mean Kojima writing? Yes, yeah. I do. Yes, there is so much of that. Like you basically have a codex. They didn't voice the codex um, because no, because there is so much. There's no way they would pay any one actor to that read all, his, to read all, all, all that garbage. Yeah, it is so dense that the codex itself has highlighted bits. So that when you're scanning it, so you're reading it, you could just go, okay, what is this about? Because I don't need a dissertation on everything. Poop, poop bombs. Yeah. Like, and everything is so, like, on the nose. Like, the president of the United States, her name is Bridget Strand. <laughs> because you're making, and you work for bridges. And you're creating, and all the cities are called knots because that is where the strands are coming together to make a knot. To make America whole again. And also the main character's name, last name is Bridges. Uh, yes. Well, yeah, it's an assumed last name because everyone kind of picks their own name in this world. Okay. So his name is Sam. He is a porter and he works for Bridges. Therefore, his name is Sam Porter Bridges. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I need to play this and report back. I would suggest watching a couple (laughs) of streams of other people playing it. Because it's an awful lot of money for a game that if you don't, there's, it's polarizing. Like I've, I, I doubt very seriously there's anyone that's going to pick up the game and go like, oh, this is fine. You're either going to be like immediately, this is great. Or like, oh my this God. This is hell. <laughs> yeah. It took, uh, the one streamer I was watching, uh, he goes by the name Angriest Pat. I watch his stuff at, you know, when I'm trying to oh, be he, racks. He's one of the f- former, uh, uh, best friends. Best friend folks zaibatsu yeah um he was pretty much playing it straightforward without doing a lot of side quests and it took him 11 hours before the first combat before he before he got blood bombs oh yeah by the way you can throw your blood at people in bombs 
but if you if you do it too much, you get anemia. I, I need to game fly it or find it in a red box. Yeah, that's kind of what you need to do. And like, I'm leaving out the crazy stuff. <laughs> the real crazy stuff. Oh, no, there is, it's like, there is Egyptian mythology in this game. Oh, no. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> it is difficult. Like, I haven't even talked about the rain that speeds up time. Oh, yeah, that's right. I read about that somewhere. Yeah, there's the rain that makes you get old if mm-hmm. you get hit with it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is It is just insane. So, and I mean, I haven't even played the game. Yeah. I'm just watching people play because I know if I pick it up, well, it's I don't have a PS4 for one, uh, but if when it comes out on PC, if I picked it up, I don't think I would like to play it. I'd like to watch other people just sit and, you know, do the relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. I was so on. I'm glad I haven't bought it because I mm-hmm. was like, Pokemon comes out next week. Yeah, see, that's I just bought Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny to see like how the actors are reacting to being in this game because they didn't <laughs> really know what they were doing at the time. Like Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen had said at many points, "Yeah, we don't get it, but this guy Kojima, he's, he's a crazy dude. He's a genius. And, yeah, <laughs> we we trust his vision. He's the artist." Norman Reedus's Instagram and Twitter is nothing but him liking like weird like oh man look at his feet <laughs> like Reedus is having a blast like with this because people because the game looks so realistic and like people are doing weird stuff <laughs> with it and Reedus is just like fine great. This is this is the best thing ever. We need more games that have actual actors than I'm like. Yeah, well, that's that's rude to say. Games have actual actors. Well, in them, yeah, but like Hollywood, Hollywood actors, actors in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Reedus actually said that he's glad PT got canceled because he said the the script for that was fairly straightforward because he preferred doing this weird yeah. UPS delivery system with ghosts. I don't know. I still wish we would have got Silent Hills. Yeah. Thanks, Konami, for that one. <laughs> but you did make my PlayStation 4 significantly more valuable because I've still got PT on it. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Josh, Josh, can you hear me from the battlefield? How's everything out there? Well, you know, it's it's kind of hard to get. <laughs> There's just so much going on. There's this Ewoks everywhere. Yeah, we don't have to do this the entire break. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and do a couple checks with you, man. So, uh, so yeah, what have you been uh, checking out, dude? Well, let's see here. Uh, obviously, Disney Plus came out. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that. And uh, took the world by storm. Yes. And their servers couldn't handle it for some people. Yes. So, okay. So, what have you uh, What have you watched? I watched the first episode of The Simpsons. Oh, you did? Okay. We watched. Uh, I watched a few minutes of it. I think Cody watched a couple epi- uh, episode or two of it, I think is what he said. But uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. What are, you, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? I remember watching them yeah. and thinking... And not thinking anything about it, but now that I'm older mm-hmm. and I've seen some modern Simpsons, I'm like, man, this was rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looked rough. It was very wholesome. The first season, they didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah, it feels like it was less, like they don't get the tropes of the show quite yet. Like Homer's not like an abusive dummy. Yeah, they're taking some, they're, yeah, they're trying to figure it out. Bart isn't quite an agent of chaos. I mean, mm-hmm. he is, but he's not. Mm-hmm. He's more Dennis the Menace versus... A Bart Simpson. A Bart Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's a Christmas episode. Yeah. It came out in December. And I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. It's 
kind of weird for a show to like start off on something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess it started on the Tracy Ullman show. I mean, true. That is true. So like, the, the characters were around. So this was like a Christmas special that they were trying. I mean, kind of. where it started. And I'm, and I'm sure, like, Grant, I was very, very young back then. Like, not old enough to even barely, to barely even remember. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember how culturally impactful the Tracy Ullman show was. Not very. The Simpsons were the best part of it of that series. And Fox has been running with it for 30 se- 37 cents. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, so much. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was good. I mean, it was different. Some of the voices were not quite... I mean, like I said, it was the first episode of the... Homer is very not quite there yet. Yeah. And he doesn't get there till the second season. Yeah. And um, like I said, I don't... I, it's not that I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I like the it's fact different. that... It, I like the fact that it was, it was wholesome and very normal mm-hmm. comparatively to like later Simpsons when things are just bananas all the time. Yeah. Versus, you know, say like a family guy, which is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, it was good. The menus and everything and the way that for- it's formatted seemed oh, very for the, yeah. For yeah. Disney plus seemed. Now very... what are you uh, using the uh, Disney plus on my play, my PlayStation PlayStation. Okay, cool. I haven't tried it on the phone or the computer yet. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. The Roku, it seems okay for the most part. It was mm. a little buggy at first. Okay. I'm sure that that'll get ironed out. They'll work it out for sure. I'm sure they. You know, well, you'd think they would have worked harder on on hard on Roku because a lot of people own Rokus, right? Or have Roku TVs or yeah. whatever. I mean, I remember when. I mean, I remember when Roku was kind of this kind of just off thing, and now it's kind of more of a more common name yes. brand thing now. Yeah. Right. But anyway, um, it seems like a good system. Yeah, like the way they got it, it's it was very um intuitive. Yeah, because you got the main things at the top, then mm-hmm. basically the stuff that's separated into sections that you would want, mm-hmm. like Disney, like Disney proper, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel. I mean, the tabs are there. Yeah, yeah, that does kind of make it a little bit nicer to kind of search through things because there's a lot on there. There's only going to be more and more as they go. Like they definitely came out of the gate real hard on this one. They did. Yeah, which they needed to. Well, Disney, it's Disney. Well, true. Yeah, they don't do anything by half measures. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. As they slowly create the biggest media monopoly ever. Well, only Siths deal in absolutes. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm uh, I'm really excited to check out some other stuff. I really want to watch The Mandalorian. We, uh, so far, I was the only one that had the chance to watch it, mm. and uh, we were actually saving it for next week to okay. talk about. Okay. You're really going to like it. I'm sure I am. I, I've already re- I've already seen one pseudo spoiler. Okay, and I really I, I really need to get in there. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything on air. But uh, it has a very uh, western. That's what I was. Vibe. Re- that's what I was reading. Uh, has a, a western vibe, and oddly enough, a Viking vibe. Hmm. Okay. Like the Mandalorian tribe is very Viking I mean, influenced. I mean, I kind of got that from the. Uh, uh, like just reading past Mandalorian lore growing yeah. up or well, just going through nerd culture of Star Wars stuff anyway. There, I, I said this in the first half of our first half, I guess. Yeah. But there is a character within the Mandalorian camp that I would put money down that they will be one of your favorite characters. You're going oh. to see this character and go, this is for me. <laughs> I'm surprised Cody hasn't just mainlined it. Well, there's only one episode out right now. Oh. They're only, they're releasing it weekly. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. How long is it, though? Uh, tw- It's either 10 or 12 episodes. But no, the, no, no the, I, meant, I meant the episode itself. Hour long. 
Okay. Hour, maybe hour 10? Because I, I was seeing some people say like that saying they've already finished The Mandalorian and stuff. D- yeah. It's, and I thought maybe the series was just out on the thing like Netflix does. No, no, they're doing it weekly. And right now, if you do the seven-day free trial, you, the, you'll actually be able to get two episodes in. Hmm. Because the last day of your, if you're signed up the first day, the last day of your trial will have the second Mandalorian okay. episode. Okay. But yeah, I was reading somewhere where they said like, the show reminded people of samurai films and spaghetti westerns, but the yes. but it's the it's the angle of spaghetti westerns when the Italians did it. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent agreed. Because that's basically what the Italians did. They like saw samurai film, like samurai films are cowboy films, mm-hmm. and then the Italians saw samurai films mm-hmm. and made cowboy films. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I absolutely agree with that assessment. Okay, yeah, I mean, I cool. Mean, I'm all about it. Listen, this episode has everything. In it, it has robots. It has some stormtroopers. Werner Herzog is there. The kids <laughs> love Werner Herzog. Uh, like I, like every trailer I saw for the Mandalorian, especially like the as we got closer to the launch, mm-hmm. was like, man, I am all about this. Like it's seeing them like charge out a door, well, not so much charge, but like walk out a door, get shot in the armor, and mm-hmm. it just bounces off, and he just goes gang gang. It is very good. And oh man, I'm excited. Yeah, I need yeah, to watch you, it. You got to watch it. It's super, super. So good. where where does it take place in the timeline? Because it was stormtrooper. So obviously during the Galactics of War, after or? Return of the Jedi. Really? Yes. Between oh. yeah, it is three years. Okay. So is that no, that doesn't sound right because there were still. It might have been three years. The hmm. Empire is definitely gone. But there's still kind of there. There the. You, there is a room, without getting spoilers, there is a scene where, like, the Mandalorian walks through a door and there are, like, four or five stormtroopers, but their armor is all beat to heck. And, like, they're, like, there's nothing left of the of the Empire, but there's these little pockets okay, so here it so- and there. Okay, so it sounds kind of like, um, can I take a history angle of this? Um, kind of the Wild West, kind of when, after the Civil War ended and you still had like Confederate soldiers walking yeah. around and yeah, things that's, like that. That's exactly it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, She-Ra. Yeah. Okay. I Dude, watched real quick. We got to talk about yeah, She-Ra. I watched the, uh, I watched the new season of She-Ra. Yeah. Man, it was so good. 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 Uh, there's just a lot of things, like a lot of character development, a lot of shifts, mm-hmm. really big shifts, mm-hmm. not to get too spoiler or anything. Cause I'm sure Cody will be want to watch it, but sure. Honestly, I think you'd really like. She-Ro. I probably it's really do. I need good. to sit down and and, and check it like, out. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Like despite the animation style and the colors and everything. But you it, see, the thing is, I like the animation style. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it, it feel like if like vis- just looking at it without having any kind of thing, you would think this is more of a kind of a kid show. See, I don't know if I get that. Well, with it, honestly, I could see maybe some people seeing it, but it's really good. Like the whole yeah. series is really good. The second season's a little kind of shaky, but. Mm-hmm. This new this new season was oh it was so good yeah I uh, I really need to jump in, jump in on that especially sure. before the He Man thing comes in because I'm wondering if they'll <laughs> if they'll cut if they'll dice them in I don't I don't know if they will just from the way Kevin Smith has been talking about this He Man thing it's a gonna be violent mm, and okay not that She Ra's not violent but it's like a different kind of violent the I different guess. kind yeah yeah oh and I watched the new episode of Rick and Morty oh okay. Man, it's actually really good. It's a good, yeah. And I'm kind of excited because I'm hoping with the shorter season quantity mm-hmm. that we get more quality. Oh, okay, yes, that's that would. Be that's good. the one thing I can say at least about the last couple of seasons of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. There are episodes I absolutely loved. 
And there are some that I'm kind of like, eh, I could Contra- Contractually obligated yeah, to yeah. have to make an episode. But, but this first episode yeah. was, it was really good. Well, and good. It, and it kind of felt back, sort of back to form, but kind of not. Well, that's what it needs. I mean, it was, it kind of felt like a classic Rick and Morty, like adventure, mm-hmm. but with the knowledge of, you know how their universe works. That See, that's that's good. That's good. That's where the, the series kind of needs to head. Yeah, it was really good. And I was yeah. like, so it was really surprised how good it was. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll uh, talk about some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash nerd overload now. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Fool, and I've been milking and plowing so long that even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the land, I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all of my chores and you finish thine, then tonight we're gonna party like it's 1699. We've been spending most our lives living in an army. But last week, I just smiled at him, and I turned the other cheek. I really don't care, in fact, I wish him well. Cause I'll be laughing my head off when he's burning in hell. But I ain't never punched a tourist, even if he deserved it. And Amish with a tood, you know, that's unheard of. I never wear buttons, but I got a cool hat. And my homies agree, I really look good in black, fool. If you come to visit, you'll be bored to tears. We haven't even paid the phone bill in 300 years. But we ain't really quaint, so please don't point and stare. We're just technologically impaired. There's no phone, no lights, no motor car. Not a single luxury. Like Robinson Crusoe, it's as primitive as can be. We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish paradise. We're just plain and simple guys living in an Amish paradise. There's no time for sin and vice living in an Amish paradise. We don't fight, we all play knives living in an Amish paradise. 
up the buggy, churning lots of butter. Raise the barn on Monday, soon I'll raise another. Think you're really righteous? Think you're pure in heart? Well, I know I'm a million times as humble as thou art. I'm the pious guy, the little omelets wanna be like on my knees day and night, scoring points for the afterlife. So don't be vain and don't be whiny, or else, my brother, I might have to get medieval on your hiney. We've been spending most of Hey, we're back. That was Amish Paradise by Weird Al. So, okay, this is a stretch. <laughs> Here we go. So, Amish Paradise, cover of Gangster's, Gangster's Paradise. Paradise, which was in the first trailer of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, where he looked like a monster man. A horrible monster blue jumpsuit monster man. A weird abomination. <laughs> and now there's a new Sonic trailer where he's less of a monster man. He looks like... He looks Sonic. like a Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so hey, we're back. That's the news. That's the stretch. We got yeah. it. Nailed it. Any chance to play more Weird Al is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, let's talk about this uh Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. What'd you guys think? I mean, a lot of it was pretty similar to the uh first one, you know, except for the Monster Man. Yeah, <laughs> except part. for the human teeth. Yeah, those horrible teeth. <laughs> and that horrible he had a bad no- everything about it was bad. The, he looked bad. The first Sonic was very bad, yes. <laughs> now he looks like Sonic. He's actually, like, cute-looking. Mm-hmm. He, he looks more animated as well. Yeah. He looks like he's supposed to. Yeah. Which is better. It's not terribly interesting. It's not. They could have done more. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's not Detective Pikachu good. Mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu looks different than regular Pikachu in an interesting way while still being cute and maintaining like the things that people like about how Pikachu looks. Yeah. Well, the problem <laughs> with Pikachu is while it is a fictional creature, it still has a basic kind of normal anatomy so that you can, you look at a Pikachu and you go, okay, this doesn't exist, but it makes sense. You look at, you look at a Sonic. There's no universe where that Sonic makes sense. That's true. He's, he's based on a, 20s cartoon character look. yeah it's flat mm-hmm. and just doesn't transfer to reality as well as a as a fictional animal based on existing animal exactly yeah <laughs> i you know i think they did the best they could with what they had and i i have very mixed emotions about this because yeah i like that sonic the hedge i one, I don't have a whole lot of attachment to Sonic the Hedgehog. I didn't grow up playing those games. I yeah, was a I, Nintendo guy. Me too. But I, you know, I, I'm, I still appreciate. Sonic I appreciate the Sonic as well. Yes, <laughs> but like I, I'm glad that he looks more like Sonic now than he did before because that first pass was not very good. The way the internet went about prompting the change for that, <laughs> maybe not great. It's not great. It sets a very dangerous precedent because it sets a precedent where you can, if you complain hard enough on the internet, and send enough death threats uh, yeah, to the right you'll, people, <laughs> you'll get your way, and that's that's not the world I want to live in. That's not good. Yeah, where people have to uh, 
undermine their artistic vision for something because baby mad yeah (laughs) or do you think this will cause studios to you know take more time with designs and working with the animators that's true that's that is want that they might yeah get ahead of that now which that is is a good point it is and that's like the optimistic kind of exactly i'm trying to be (laughs) yeah like hoping in a in a perfect world yeah that's the lesson (laughs) they take yeah yeah and and you know some some studios will do that but others will be like, well, we'll just do whatever. The other ones will still continue to design by a, a committee of executives that don't understand the property to begin with. Yeah. Part of me is also kind of sad that, okay, so this movie's not going to be good. I oh, mean, no. even, no. <laughs> no, I didn't think the trailer was very good, even if Sonic looks better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked the, I liked uh, the guy, they have the voice, uh, what's his name? Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Yeah, he's a good uh, pick off for here. Sonic. He's, he's a good pick for Sonic. I think the uh, the guy the Cyclops the what's his name uh, Mar- Marsden the the guy that the the human James Marsden James Marsden I think he is sufficiently white bread and nondescript enough that he will not outshine Sonic. Where if they would have had like a Paul Rudd or a Chris Pratt, yeah, it would have become their movie wh- featuring Sonic. <laughs> he reminds me of. Uh... Marky Mark Wahlberg in oh, the yeah. Transformers movie, kind of like yeah. why why are you even here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I think Jim Carrey. This trailer showed off a little more of the Jim Carrey, and he's a little closer to like old wacky guy. Yeah, he's crazy seems, guy. He seems into it. He seems into it, and I think can't say until you see the movie. I understand, but based on that trailer, it seems to me that Jim Carrey knows he's in a bad movie. Yeah. And there is a very special thing that happens when good actors who are disposed predisposed to chewing the scenery knows that they're in a bad movie. It happened with Raul Julia in Street Fighter. In Street Fighter. Uh, to a lesser extent, Elizabeth Banks in Power Rangers. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we could be in for a very special thing. Because <laughs> if we get old Jim Carrey, that's like, you know what? I don't care. Let's just, <laughs> let's go. Let's do this. I'm a weird mustache man. I'm going to make, do the jokes, yeah. whatever. We could have a very special kind of bad here. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell if he's being funny or annoying. <laughs> and that's right where you need Jim Carrey to be. Yeah. It's like the whole trailer. I'm like, I think this is funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, it's, it was a dumb joke. It was a very dumb joke, but the bit where his assistant brings him the latte and he like yells at him and the guy, the guy's like, I just brought you a, a, a whatever latte because I thought you'd like it. He goes, of course I would. Yeah, of course I'd like a latte. <laughs> it is delightful. <laughs> like it's a dumb joke, but like he pulls it off. Uh, I'm, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. <laughs> I For, mean, I mean, I don't not want to see it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm morbidly curious. Yes. That's that's the best way to put Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Morbidly curious. I, I'm i going to go for the unintentional laughs. Yeah. I, I don't love the way that they're portraying Sonic as like this alien from another world who has superpowers. Well, what would you prefer? That he was a Just, hedgehog named Sonny that lived out back of a burger joint. <laughs> the Sonic Bible Sonic? The Sonic Bible it's Sonic. It's about as good as what they've got going but here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
I just, I would prefer if he was just always there and they didn't make a big deal out of it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I'm of two minds on that. I, you know, the being always there is kind of good, but also being in another world where you transport from one place to the other reminds me a lot of the Super Mario Brothers movie. It does. Oh, no. It does. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're hitting a lot of the same beats there, aren't uh-huh, they? And they are. And they're sure going to go back and forth mm-hmm. like the Mario Brothers movie. Gotta trust that fungus. Oh, this is going to be a mess and a half. <laughs> it is, and I am so excited. I, I'm, I'm excited. I... I I will spend, I mean, I won't spend good money, but I'll spend some money to see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I, I don't understand why he can throw a ring and then go through it like a portal. Well, that's, I mean, that's not a thing. It's not a thing, but they got to find a way, like, what are they going to do, put Sonic on a spaceship? No, they need to put Sonic on a spaceship. <laughs> but, like, I guess if they took it from the old games where you went to the bonus levels where you found the big ring. Yeah. That's kind of. I mean, and yeah, that's if, what they're calling back to. But yeah, and if they if they got to find a way to put rings in there, because if you don't put rings in a Sonic game or a Sonic Sonic movie, rather, <laughs> they didn't put any coins in the Mario, or did they? Yeah, I think I'm they, sure they did. I'm sure they did. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't put power mushrooms. They put bombs in there. Yeah, I remember that. There, there wasn't any coins floating around, which was a mistake. <laughs> right, but but when they jumped, they did make the ching sound sometimes. But only sometimes. <laughs> well, they had the boots. They, they had, had to have the, the magic jump boots. Yeah, yeah. Which is like what this ring thing is. They're explaining something from a video game <laughs> in a way that was completely unnecessary. Right. But <laughs> but if they don't put it in, someone will be mad. Speaking of the Super Mario Brothers movie, did you know that there is a whole website devoted to restoring the original cut? Yes, I did. Yeah, the <laughs> Super Mario Archive. I... Uh, I've been going digging through that recently. I guess they found like a VHS tape with like 15 extra minutes of movie. Yeah, there's a bunch of deleted scenes that have been dripping out from it. Yeah. So God, I I both ironically and unironically love that movie. <laughs> I am that way with Street Fighter. <laughs> I both love that movie because it is dumb and love it because it is dumb <laughs> i mean i hated it when it came out when i saw it when i was a kid the mario movie yeah like, this is awful this is nothing like the games that i've based my <laughs> entire childhood around <laughs> but I, but i've grown to appreciate like this just completely bizarre interpretation of the source material <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i was i was the same way about the, the mario brothers i uh Street Fighter, I there was a point in my life where I didn't care for it that much, but yeah, now it's like you you, enge- you embrace you embrace the bad. I feel like it might have been one of the my first big childhood disappointments. Oh, yeah. Cuz there's there's yeah. a point in your life where you you see something bad and you go, "Oh no, things can be bad." <laughs> like, <laughs> and the Mario movie might have been that for me, like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of things that are kind of bad, I almost talked about this during our check em outs uh, because it's the other thing that's on the uh, Disney Plus app we, that I watched. We both have experience on this one. We, we both <laughs> do, yeah. Uh, so The Simpsons are on there. and Disney's The Simpsons yes, is a thing. <laughs> yeah, which is something I'd never thought I, w- I would say. But for all the good things Disney Plus has done, they're kind of doing a bad job with The Simpsons. They stretched it out and cropped it didn't yeah. they say they weren't gonna do that yeah first they said they said they weren't yeah, yeah it was gonna be in the original aspect ratio mm-hmm. four three but it's here now and it's in 16 nine yeah so and- 
yeah. So it's, it's stretching out the original great. show to fit the newer TVs, and it yeah, it doesn't look good. It really doesn't look good. Now I, we were talking before the show. We d- haven't really seen any jokes that have gotten cut off because of this happening yet, except for people on Twitter that have found some. Well, t- yeah, that I personally have not seen. I say, same here, but like they they've cropped like the top and bottom a little bit. And they it is stretched and it doesn't it doesn't look good. Yeah, some scene scenes seem super stretched out. Other ones are cropped weird are, to like it's cutting off the top of people's heads. Yeah. I I just don't know. And like and it's going to be like the what? The first 10, 12 seasons something like that. That was in 4-3. Yeah. Yeah, it's up to like season I just read this today and I can't remember. I want to say 20. 20 it, it, 20 is when they switched to the widescreen format? I think so. Oh wow. Okay. Let me look That's, it up. Yeah, yeah, you look it up, but uh, uh yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird that they would do this especially because the FX app had all of the Simpsons on it. For a long time, and they were in the correct aspect ratio, and they also had uh, the audio commentaries, which is something that Disney Plus doesn't have. That was something that I... Oh, I would eat those up. <laughs> yeah, I. the one thing I lament uh, about trading in the DVDs years ago was every episode had commentary, every single episode, and I loved sitting and listening to those things, and yeah. now they're, like, gone Season 20, episode 10. That's when they they started. Mid-season, they went to widescreen for some reason. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a lot of Simpsons that's going to be all messed up. And it's not just the Simpsons that are like that. Actually, a lot of the old um, uh, Disney afternoon shows that were in standard definition are chopped and skewed and stretched. Gargoyles, oddly enough, is still in 4.3. Huh. Yeah. Goof Troop is not. Okay. <laughs> you didn't uh, talk about that. Yeah, because I did watch about 10 minutes of Goof Troop. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's for kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, the vo- Jim Cummings' voice acting is phenomenal. Though. It is. Yeah. He's so great. But as Pete. Really, Jim Cummings is great, but like once you recognize that that is his voice, you can't unhear it. <laughs> it's true. And he's like in everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you start listening for it, like that guy, I would say he is, if it wasn't for Frank Welker, Jim Cummings would be the Frank Welker yeah. of of the animation. He's in OKKO as, mm-hmm. the, as the bad guy and he's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen like any of his like comic con panels or anything like uh-uh. that? Dude's filthy. <laughs> it's great. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Which he's is great because like he's one of Disney's go-to guys. He's also Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and uh, the Simpsons thing is weird. Also, they removed the um, Happy Birthday Lisa, the the Michael Jackson episode. It's the only one you can't stream. That's, which is weird. It's weird. It's like I un- I know I understand why they well, did it. Yeah, but I don't think it's necessary. It's not like there was some joke in that episode that I can remember that makes you go. Ew. No, it's yeah, it's just weird revisionist like censoring. Yeah, there's no reason for it. Yeah, I mean, it has the episode where they go to New York, doesn't it? It does, and they like there's literally jokes about the World Trade Center. Like, if you're gonna take out the Michael Jackson episode, why did you skip that one too? Like, it makes me wonder if the song has some kind of legal thing tied up oh, with it as well. Yeah. Because it wasn't credited to Michael Jackson. It's credited to like some kind of stage name. Yeah. So I wonder if that's something that's causing the, the thing. Or right. it could be something 
a little bit worse than that because uh you know because well, i've know. heard it's not disney's doing that this episode is not there it's the showrunner it's like al Jean or somebody at the simpsons that said don't al- put this one on there al Jean needs to retire yeah he's been in charge of the show way too long yes and it shows <laughs> probably after season when did simpsons start going from like super great to just okay was it 10 it might have been ten. A lot of people like to mark it exactly at the Armin Tanzarian uh, Principal Skinner episode. Yeah, but I think that's not a bad episode. I like the episode. I like the concept. But like, yeah, I guess that is kind of the point where things started taking a. I mean, it's pretty outlandish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but I don't. I don't think. I think you still got a couple seasons worth of decent Simpsons before it really. Yeah, but. Uh, Point being, first 10 seasons are great. Yeah. Well, I, seasons two through 10 are great. Season one, they're definitely trying to figure out what the show even is. Yeah. The Christmas <laughs> episode is, it's almost like watching a different show. <laughs> like it is, I don't think they nail down like a single character's like characterization. Yeah. Well, like Barney just exists to be uh, Homer's friend at that point, And his yeah. name is literally Barney gumble to sound like barney rubble yeah like they're like because the flintstones is the closest thing they had to what they were trying to do at the time right so like, right well flanders was like a weird show-off yeah like yeah it was he weird. just existed to have everything homer wanted yes and now he's just one note jesus man yeah <laughs> like, you know the show's been on for what 50 years at this point it, feel, <laughs> it feels like uh, it's about as old as we are. It is. Yeah. I actually think it might be it as literally, old as we are. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, they start reusing plots too. I've noticed. I don't know. It's weird. Um, part of me wants to say, yeah, please stop making it. But then part of me also like never wanna, stop making yeah, it. Yeah. Doesn't want to live in a world that doesn't have the Simpsons in it. Like it's a tough, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. But I guess that comes down to, would you rather have it go out on top or, it's too late yeah, for that now. Well, yeah. That's... You know what was good was the Simpsons movie. Simpsons movie I was good. I really liked the Simpsons movie. I liked that. I guess I guess that would be the last one that was really, really good. Yeah, I agree. You know what? Yeah. They should have, they maybe could have ended it at the movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I, I agree with you there. All right. So we have time for just a couple of real quick ones. Uh, we watched a trailer for um, the new, is, is it Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. The new Pixar's Pixar movie, Soul. Soul. Yeah. It looks like one that's going to make you cry. Yep. By the folks who did Up, like specifically that team. Yeah. And like... And Coco was name dropped, which is a real crier yep. too. So yeah, go in, brings your box of t- tissues and... Yeah. It it didn't really show a whole lot. It didn't. Um, yeah. Looks like it's going to be about like what you want to be remembered for after mm-hmm. you died is like kind of the the conceit of it a real uplifting story yeah <laughs> well it's about having passion in the things that you do while yeah. you're here on the earth yeah which is some deep stuff it's deep and that's good but like yeah it's gonna be a sad one. Oh yeah yeah uh we watched it also trailer for the harley quinn animated series yes and that's we, really we've, good we've talked yeah, about it before we've talked about it before but this one actually kind of gave away like some of the plot mm-hmm and it's it's about Harley like trying to start her own, start to be a real super villain on her own. Yeah, to stop being the sidekick for the Joker and like doing her own thing. And uh, the cast of characters that she that they are putting in along with Harley 
looks fantastic. Like, I mean, Poison Ivy is going to be is there, and that's great. Yeah, uh, Doctor Psycho. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the last time they did something with that character. Um, uh, he's in the MMO. Yeah, and like uh, Clayface is there. They gave Bane the uh, Tom Hardy Bane <laughs> voice. <laughs> very funny it's very good we, we can't repeat the clip but like just yeah. the way he delivers the joke which isn't a terribly good joke but, but the, the way delivery deli- is yeah. is great and like this cartoon's not for kids oh no <laughs> oh, oh boy oh boy no it's not uh kaylee cuoco's seems like she's really gonna do a great job as the voice of harley quinn she seems better than the other lady from big bang theory they had doing it in that one movie what they d- the other yeah it was another one from that was it bernadette yeah I yeah think. oh really i didn't know she was she was in one of those what was that one called huh. it was the it was the one was that... the batman and, and harley quinn yeah. is that what it was oh yeah. weird okay no i i guess i'd never seen that one i never saw that one it's That's bad weird. yeah it's not good yeah huh weird but melissa uh, roush yeah she's usually pretty funny but uh huh yeah i guess yeah weird I mean, she didn't do a bad job, but she wasn't... The movie wasn't good. But yeah, the movie was bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that in this uh, Harley Quinn cartoon, it looks like they're drawing Harley's eyes just a little bit bigger and her pupils just a little bit smaller than everyone else because she just looks a little bit more wired and on edge yeah. than everyone else in the cast. And it's it's definitely pulling from the uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and, and, and Amanda Connor comic books that yes. are good. Yes, and that is the best place to pull these uh, these characters from and the the storylines from for sure. We got a little bit of Marvel What If too. We got a little bit of that, like a very little bit, just the smallest little bit. Yeah, but uh, that's going to be the Disney Plus animated show that is like taking alternate takes on like what if. Well, what were some of the ones that they that they showed off? What if Peggy Carter got the super serum instead of Steve Rogers? Mm-hmm. And that looks really cool. What if Bucky Barnes had to fight zombie Captain America for sure. some reason? Okay. I mean, it looks fun. It looks, yeah, animation's really good in it. Uh, what if T'Challa was Star-Lord, which yeah. is an awesome concept <laughs> on its own? Yeah. It's just taking, you know, these characters and kind of mishmashing them into different situations. And from what I understand, about 90% of it is voiced by the film actors. Oh, nice. So Chadwick Boseman will be... St- T'Challa as Star-Lord in that episode of What If, and, like, they're going to get most of the actors. I mean, I don't know if they'll get, like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. or anything like that. Eh, They might. You never know. I'll bet, you know, Star-Lord, Star-Lord's not going to be there. They're not going to get Chris Pratt. Probably not. But I don't know. Is he as big of a get anymore? He seems like he's cooling off a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. I guess the those Jurassic World movies, maybe not doing... But they did okay, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did they did really good. I mean they they weren't critically received all that well, but mm. a lot of people went to see them. Yeah. Well <laughs> I what, liked them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Pratt probably needs is like he'll probably end up doing like one really big serious role to go like I am an actor. I'm an actor. Yeah. Forget that I was Andy on Parks and Rec, please. Even though that is my that greatest is role. The best I will role ever have. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it looks really good. I'm I'm excited for it. Um, along with those, there was a very brief, brief announcement that the um, characters from the Disney Plus Marvel shows like Moon Knight and uh, Miss Marvel and what was the third she one? Hulk. She-Hulk. Uh, they can and will appear 
in future Marvel movies. So these are connected. It's not like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. situation where it's kind of connected unless it's not. Or like it's the only connected in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but not in the movie. And not in like the movies, yeah. The movies pretend it doesn't happen. It's like a two-way street this time around instead yeah. of, yeah. Um, so excited about that. Um, I think I think Ms. Marvel could do her own movie, honestly. I could yeah. see She-Hulk makes more sense as a TV show, I think. But I, but I think Ms. Marvel deserves her own movie, to be completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. Miss um, <laughs> Marvel could use her own movie, sure. She-Hulk, I think, would be better. I think it'd almost be better as like an Ally McBeal. Yeah. But she punches people sometimes. Yep. That'd be great. Moon Knight could do his own movie, too, but... Or Moon Knight Moon has could a, go either way. Moon Knight has a lot to unpack because he's crazy Batman, like crazier Batman, crazier Batman. Yeah, so like, there's a lot to. He's a for a guy who has no superpowers and just runs around in a cape and hood all night fighting crime. There's like, he's a pretty high concept character. Yeah. <laughs> I still wish they wouldn't waste Squirrel Girl and do nothing with her. You never know. They might they might do something with it now that they have the Disney Plus app running. I saw that they uh, transferred the Runaways over from Hulu yeah. onto the Disney, so there's there's hope that we could get the other shows. Yeah. And it's got that up. Marvel. It's got that Marvel Rising uh, mm-hmm. cartoon that has Squirrel Girl yeah. in it as a prominent character. But oh, they're just wasting what could be a very good movie or show. Yeah, especially since the comic is now done. It ended as of this past Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gone to the shop to pick it up yet, but I'm kind of, you know, it's bittersweet because I'm sure the ending is going to be fantastic, but also I don't want that comic to end. It's very good. It's a very good, very good book. It's probably my favorite running comic. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. Honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely up there. I like on this issue, they did a joke on the cover. They said, you know, final 50th issue, second one in 2019. (laughs) Because they like rebooted the line or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Put a wrap on this one. Yeah, let's put a wrap on this one. We've uh, hit the end of the show. So thank you all for tuning in. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Oh, this well, is the part that Josh. Josh does. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is he? You can, you can find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm looking at the poster. There's a Twitter Twitch, and Twitch. Twitter and Twitch. At Nerd Overload now. Yeah, do that. <laughs> You could email us at staffandnerdoverload.com. And you could subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch uh, the whatever we got on there. Oh, we have some things up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> it's do a search. A, yeah, Nerd Overload TV. Yep, that's right. We're also on various uh, podcast catchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. I want to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff at davidpencil.com. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerdoverloadnow. If you like the show and you want to help support us, you can just head on over there and check that out. You can get the show a couple days early, which is pretty cool. And uh, finally, we have shirts. Just go to nerdoverload.com, hit the store page, and we, uh, you know, check out some of the designs we have over there. Uh, <laughs> also helps to uh, support the show. So. Don't support David Pencil's evil twin, Richard Penn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, pizza out. Yeah, see ya.